whenever you have a free for sure i could either get it booted or we could even if it won't get booted like if the whole machine's dead uh we could rip her open take the hard drive out and find a way to plug that into a different machine that is working uh and get the data off it of course so data is easy oh yeah if even if the machine's dead so done so we can get that uh and just rip it apart oh beautiful i can't wait as a matter of fact that's the most fun when a laptop's like dead dead then you rip it apart. You can take the hard drive out. Um, and my favorite thing to do is to take the screens and to repurpose them. Either, you know, you can make yourself a little makeshift monitor that you can plug another computer into. Um, I like to take them and do like little DIY projects. That's where I make my little, you know, digital photo frames or, uh, you know, I have little DAC boards, which are, you know, little uh, Raspberry Pis that boot into a, a, you know, open up a DAC board and, and show like a calendar and photos and things like that. What's so, a uh, DAC board? Deckboard's a service, a website, deckboard.com. Uh, you can, you know, not, not a spot, hashtag not a sponsor, right? You can um, <laughs> connect it to your Google Photos, Google Calendar, all this jazz. And then um, you can use it to make a display, right? So I have in my kitchen a old monitor that I like tore apart with the bezel off and built a wooden frame for. And then inside of, you know, behind it, you know, taped to the back of it is a little Raspberry Pi. And the Raspberry Pi is a script in it that when it turns on, it, it automatically loads Chrome, goes to this Dacboard URL, and it shows uh, both my wife and I's Google Calendar with all of our appointments. So we have all of our calendar up on the wall so we know what's going on throughout the weeks. Um, and then the background is connected to Google Photos. So it rotates through an album that, you know, I have a kitchen calendar album in my Google Photos that. We put pictures of the kids and whatnot. So we have this big framed photo of the kids and whatnot that goes throughout, you know, it just scrolls every 60 seconds and then our calendar is baked into it. Uh, and then there's like weather on the bottom, a clock's on it. It's great. Check it out. Deckboard.com. Hashtag not a sponsor. I'm like, okay. I'm like blown away right now. Um, we need to talk about this more in the future. <laughs> yeah, dude, all this is super fun. Home automation is my jam. Uh, I've got my own cloud. I'm actually just upgrading. Uh, I just replaced two four terabyte drives with six terabyte drives in my home network attached storage and NAS. It's like my own little cloud that runs here, which is where I store my files, photos, uh, then I hook my Plex into it. So I have my own media server, yada, yada, man. Uh, I'm running home assistant. I'm turning, turning my Christmas lights on with my phone, things like that. Come on, man. You got, I got you, whatever you want. I got you. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is my the future. Is oh, it's now. so fun. Right. It's my favorite. All right. Oh, my Thank favorite you for project. Listening Sorry. To... Yeah. No, yeah, go yeah ahead. I got more. I'll, we'll, we'll, no, my favorite project is I kept forgetting the garage door open, right? I'd leave the garage door open. It pissed me off to, to wake up the next morning and realize I left it open all night. This sounds like so, the start of a made me or as seen on TV ad, but go ahead. Kind of. Yeah. So <laughs> I bought a, uh, a sensor that I stuck onto my garage door, which, hooks up to my home assistant network, my home automation network. So I have a sensor in my garage that all that does is tell me open or close, right? Step one. Step two is now I have a lamp in my living room with a smart bulb that is red. I have it turned to red. And then it also, there's a script in the system that says when garage door is open, lamp on and red. When garage door closed, lamp off. So like I, whenever I'm about to go to bed, it's like, oh shit, the, the red, I see the red light. In the living room, that means the garage is open. Let's make sure that's closed before I go to bed. So now I always know. Or I could like check on the phone, like in the app, it'll let me know if the, the door is open or closed. But I have the automation set up to show me the light, and it's caught me and saved my butt many times to go make sure to close my garage door before I go to bed. And soon the nanites oh. will make your elbow tickle, and you'll be like, oh, I left the garage door open. Well, <laughs> I just wanted to work with the 5G COVID network in my brain, the, you know, the chip that I got implanted with the booster. I would yeah. just like it to tell me and tickle, you know, tickle my brain to remind me. But, you know, until I get the booster V3, you know, for COVID 3030, um, <laughs> I think we'll have to wait till then. 3030. It's the year 3030. Um, Dude, if I'm alive in 3030, let's go. Sweet. I was just listening to this pod today. They're talking about uh, um, printing DNA, DNA printer. Whoa. Yeah, anyway. Like CRISPR? Like CRISPR? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, CRISPR. I don't know. They're talking about like printing DNA using AI to like create. I don't know. That's for a different I mean, it's yeah, it's nuts. 
It's yeah. nuts. But you know what this is? This is Movie Time Machine, your retro movie review and pop culture podcast where we take movies from the past, relive them in the present and talk about what we're streaming today. As always, I'm your host, Chad, and joining me this week, as always, it's the host of the Midwest Mountain Sports Report, Jamie. The Broncos have a winning record, or they're at least at 500. And he loves everything space. And as you heard, he's our tech guru. It's Casey. Beep, bloop, blorp. I'm a robot. And he was late, but you would never know. He's our living encyclopedia of movie knowledge and NES cart collector. And the only one on this pod that likes this movie, The Grinch, James. <laughs> I mean, I was <laughs> born two months early, so I'm still just trying to catch up by being late, I think. So, uh, yeah. Wait, am I the only one who likes this movie? We're going to dive into uh, let's it. Let's dive right into it now. All right. Come on down. All right. So it's been a while, guys, since we've gotten together and potted. We had some interruptions and delays and. Things have been a little bit crazy here and there for all of us. It's Life. that time I think of the we, year. So. I think we have this idea that, like, you know, we're like, guys, summer, busy, kids, all the things happening, sports. Like, so, like, we're like, summer, like, is like the lull. We're like, don't worry, we're going to catch up this fall. Then school happens with all of your children. And then winter happens with all of us in the holidays. And I'm like, man, it is difficult to get together. I got to tell you. Yeah, you know what? I'm making... I'm making a promise to myself that I'm going to do a better job of pushing out content for 2024 resolution resolution. Let's call it that hashtag 2024. You don't want to call it like a bucket list task. Oh, no, no. I'm getting, I mean, those of you just turning into movie time machine, Chad, Chad hates bucket lists. You don't, you don't have to explain all of the inside jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if you're like 25, you should not be making a bucket list. If you're 35, you should not be making a bucket list. I'm 46. Uh, Asterisk. If you have cancer or some shit, then go nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Then go nuts. (laughs) Then go nuts. Yeah. If you're 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 terminal, if you're terminal, (laughs) that is Oh you do. <laughs> All right, should we just dive right into it? Please. The Grinch. Yeah, let's... yeah, released near 2000. The Grinch, starring Jim Carrey and uh Cindy Lou Who's Hot Mom, as I remember James saying before. Um Wait, yeah. what? What? <laughs> I called Molly Shannon hot. I don't He's know, thinking maybe. of Christine Baranski. Dahu Doris. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. You're thinking of Martha May. Are you thinking Mar- Martha May? Martha May is hot. Okay. It, yeah, okay. Maybe get... it was Martha May. <laughs> the one who's the one who uh, chooses the Grinch over the mayor. Martha May Huvier is smoke. Oh, show. yeah. Yep. 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 There. There we go. There we go. I knew it was something something like that. Smoke shows. And so, OK, we've all seen this movie before where we, we've we're rewatching this, right? So I don't think I've really seen this movie since I saw it in a movie theater. Maybe I seen it once before, but I saw it when it originally came out. I was on a blind date and I went to the mall of America to see this movie. Ooh. Um, I don't, I did not like it. was not a fan of it then still not now. So I'm gonna leave <laughs> it. <laughs> Well, and a question, did the blind date like the movie? And is that what was sealed the deal for? Nope. Next. (laughs) Oh, that's a long story. Uh, (laughs) Man, there's a lot of we're going to have to have a lot of go backs on this pod. And we're only about six minutes in. I know. Have to what? Bookmark it? No. Um, Parking lot it. Parking lot it. Yeah. Put a pin in it. Stick a pin in it. We'll come back to it later. (laughs) No, I do remember, though, when I was driving to that, I was. I think driving south on 77 and you know how like it's like you when you have to like take the exit for like killer brew then there's like the other one and there's like a a section of like 77 where it splits off so you can like exit off like 494 and there's that like center median I like I thought it was like a soft median but I jumped that thing with my car to get to the, <laughs> the, get to the killer brew exit <laughs> That was, oh that, my was, God. that was the beginning of my date night that evening. Oh, man. But uh, is that an amazing date or what? Oh, yeah. Well, it ended well. Um, other than the Gritch. Other than the Gritch. But uh, yeah, I want 
I want to hand it off to you guys. Let's let's kick this off. Who wants to kick off the story? James, I think you're the only one that hasn't uh, said anything. Here's Except the deal. that you're the only one that likes the movie, but uh, you're our encyclopedia of movie knowledge, man. So let me take it I'll away. dive in. I'll dive in right now for a little bit. So I I started with the Jim Carrey Grinch. I swiftly moved on in the same day to the cartoon Grinch that like 1964 or whatever it was. And then uh went to work. And then the next day I started the CGI Illumination Grinch with Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, and I got to say, watching all three fluidly like that, I think I only like the Jim Carrey Grinch more because I think that they, as a live action picture, they completely got like grasped like the art direction of like the Dr. Seussian situation. And there's so many similarities that... I don't like watching the cartoon Grinch is like a staple for most people every year. Kind of like in over like maybe Halloween watching the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. It's something that they just do and they've done it since they were a kid. That was not me. Watching the Grinch was uh, the cartoon was not something I did. So I wasn't as familiar with it. I'm honestly more familiar with the Jim Carrey Grinch. And then so watching that one and then going back and watching the cartoons, they had a lot of uh, similar like almost verbatim scenes and sequences in that movie, just that I thought was like super cool, like to would be super cool to see as like a throwback um, or to keep the likeness of what was going on. Um, I also think uh, Jim Carrey uh, as the Grinch, I think that people, a lot of, a lot of, some people don't like his casting, I guess um, for me, like to keep that like Susie uh, and situation. Like, I don't know who else you would cast. Uh, you would need somebody just as goofy. I was reading the article where they were talking to the widow of Dr. Seuss um, because it was only after his passing they started releasing the rights to movies and things like that. And this is the very first live action movie of any Dr. Seuss book. And they were, and even she said like, hey, it's got to be somebody like Jack Nicholson, Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman. Like it had to be somebody that could just take the role and go with it. Um and yeah, so I think it was just really cool. And like, she even had to sign off on who was the Grinch. And my favorite backstory on that was Jim Carrey was filming Man on the Moon. And if you saw that mini documentary about uh, Jim Carrey in that movie, he stayed in character as Andy Kaufman for the whole filming where like they almost shut down the whole project because the director was so fed up with his antics and how he was treating everybody, how he was treeting him. Uh, and so when Dr. Seuss's widow like met with Jim Carrey, he stayed in characters as Andy Kaufman the whole time. And like that sold her on it. Like, I just think it's a kind of a fun fact. So I don't know. I think watching that one and then the Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch one, like there's just all of these similarities where like they did a really good job of this live action Grinch world. Um, and I, I don't know. I think it was really good. I like watching the Grinch every year. No, I do not have the NES game of the Grinch. It doesn't exist. At least I don't think it does. There's some meat on the bone there though. You get in the sleigh, you go through and steal the, you know, Christmas from Whoville. They could absolutely make a game out of the Grinch. They, they could, and they should. I mean, after watching these movies, like I definitely have gotten on this idea of like, um, I think I heard the statistic of Paul McCartney's simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Chad, how do you feel about that song? I love it. Do you like that song? Yeah. See, I don't know. I didn't like that song for a long time. And now it's just like, it's not like a go-to carol. Anyways, that being said, <laughs> I heard that Paul McCartney gets 400, between 400 and $600,000 every season. Like, and so like to me, I'm thinking to myself, so for royalties, like how much does... Jim Carrey, Ron Howard, the Grinch, whatever. How much uh, do they get per season every time this is seen? So I keep thinking in my head, why are we not making more holiday movies based on beloved comedies? Like, I'm surprised there isn't like a hangover holiday edition. I'm surprised there isn't um, uh, more like we're the Millers, but like they're celebrating Christmas. And that way it's just one more movie in that criteria of like, hey, we got to watch this every year because it's a Christmas comedy. Like it's a bridesmaid Christmas. 100 percent and like so i just feel like it's a simple it's a simple thing to do which then also brought me to i started watching asteroid city i did i turned it off because i realized i wasn't in the right mood to watch wes anderson when i did um so i turned it off because i want to try it again but it also got me thinking wes anderson could make a clutch christmas movie that would be all this like 
who's that old school like artist that draws like 50s paintings like it would just or, like rockwell it would be like yeah, this, uh, rockwell. Yeah. yeah it would just be this rockwell-esque christmas quirky story and like where bill murray shows up and he's obviously santa in some aspect and then like yeah it just would just draw people in and it would be something you'd watch every year some people would hate it some Hold people on. would love it i just think it's a great Hold idea so you're cooking what? right now Wes west anderson did a did a holiday commercial didn't he he did like a visa one it was really good i remember the visa Hold one on. you're cooking i gotta ask you though do well, you yeah. want west because this is important and it's a really good question would would you want a Wes Anderson Christmas original, or do you want Wes Anderson doing like Scrooge? I, I would say I want a Wes like Anderson doing... original, but I would not say no to Scrooge because I here's the deal. I think the other key part of some of these Christmas things to see every year is it has to be content we kind of know. Not always. It can be its own quirky story, and that's why I say in that aspect you love it or hate it. But you're right, a Wes Anderson doing a Christmas Carol. Oh my God, you got gold. <laughs> right i think that would be in, I, i'm a sucker for christmas carol spinoffs love the muppets you know love oh, yeah. everything you can give me with do you christmas love the jim carol. care animated robert zemeckis one does that exist Did yeah jim carrey like oh, yeah. jim carrey is like all over christmas like he's uh yeah he plays uh scrooge uh in the zemeckis oh, like, it's like that. the animation one um it's kind of like polar express type animation i'm in it's on Disney. Because I'm so. out on this. Okay. All right. Ooh. Why are you out on this? Why are you out on the Jim Carrey Grinch? Lay into it. So let me start with some context. So let me preface this argument. Did somebody uh, steal Christmas from you? No, 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 no. I, I, I just need to explain <laughs> Did your family that. abandon you on Christmas? No, no, no. It's, it's, no, it's better than that. It's good. It's not bad. It's just that uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the book by Dr. Seuss, is on standard rotation in my house. Uh, that's a book we read all time of, of the year. It it's, doesn't matter when, when we read it. Uh, secondly, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original book adaptation into the show, is also a mainstay on rotation in this house. Uh, my kids refuse. Uh, they've watched some of the other Grinches. Uh, they just poo-poo and want, want the original Grinch. So I just need to start to, with that, right? That I am a tried and true fan of the classic Grinch. And with that in mind, I need to say that Jim Carrey's Grinch is an abomination uh, to the Grinch. <laughs> Here we go. Because it takes, wh- what is this? Is this a two hour long Ron Howard pile of shit? Is that what, two hours long? Is that how long this is? It takes an hour 10 before they even get into the plot of the Grinch. What are they doing in that hour and 10 before the actual plot line of the movie that they're supposed to be adapting? They're giving they're the backstory. Making up, they're making up this bullshit, stupid backstory about how he's this weird goblin green creature that gets shunned from a town of goofy Muppet creatures. And then this weird bestiality, like interraced love story, like between the Grinchy weirdo, like do they even have the same parts? Come on, man. So this is so strange. This movie blows ass. I think it's stupid that they try to take, honestly, think about it. The Grinch is a, is the perfect wholesome Christmas story and it can be applied to all things in life right because the whole point of it it's a it's a true story dr seuss himself hated christmas he he was the grinch in the story and he eventually was basically beaten into submission uh realizing that the christmas season the holiday season is not about the commercialism if you really look past it and so honestly it's a it's a great awesome tried and true classic story why why do we have to throw a love story onto it? Why do we have to throw 10 minute long Jim Carrey weird solo monologue scenes into it? All of it to me seems like a cash grab at to try to grab, you know, at Jim Carrey's uh, the peak of his stardom. Like he was you know, riding the clouds at this point. So it's like, let's throw him in some weird costume and have him just be Jim Carrey for, uh, you know, two hours long. It seems like a cash grab, uh, especially if, if it was like the first film that they could do uh, with the Dr. Seuss Empire, because then they did what Cat in the Hat. And that was also a big old pile of turd like they should have just never touched these classics. They should have left them alone. Um, and I hate it. 
Cat in the Hat, I will agree with you. And I'm going to have to fact check you here. The Grinch live action was only an hour and 44 minutes. So suck one. Uh, okay, second, it was because right. it felt. And also, like, why are you focusing on the love story? The more of it, the, the idea of this Grinch was they were focused more on Cindy Lou Who, who was trying to be like, Whoville, you are focused on the consumerism. That's not what this is about. Hence uh, her Faith Hill song, Where Are You oh, Christmas? Why I Can't wish. I Find You? Which was actually helped written by Mariah Carey and uh, they, her label didn't release her so she couldn't sing the song. So gave it to Faith. I don't know. I got it. that little girl ruined this movie more than Jim Carrey. But uh, go on. that's some famous girl. Who is that? Taylor something? Taylor Swift? No, Taylor. She's like Tom, famous. Tomlinson or whatever. Okay, she's isn't a singer. Taylor, Taylor, oh, Taylor Momsen. She's like, a, yeah. yeah, Momsen. Yeah, she's a singer. She's like a rock singer. Oh, really? Yeah, the pretty reckless. I I, I, yeah, that. I still don't know who that is. Nope. <laughs> they had nope. a couple hits. Either way. Yeah, yeah she, Either way. she didn't save this film. Okay, how about this, though? This is a fun fact. <laughs> Cindy Lou Who's Dad. Did you recognize him or his voice? Because he's from one of your favorite movies, Casey. No, because they put the stupid like nose makeup who on all the creatures. Who face on him? for Cindy Lou. He, Why didn't Cindy herself get who face? She didn't grow into her who face yet. Damn it. Hmm. She, hmm. <laughs> okay, Casey's with who face, bro. <laughs> you can't do who face uh, until Cindy Lou Who's Dad is Tars from Interstellar. Oh, sweet. Okay, I love you, Tars. All right, you get, you get a few points back. Yeah. Tars, you're better. You're better. You're better off not being seen. <laughs> <laughs> well, we tried to. <laughs> I don't. So, sometimes I say that like as like a fun insult, and I'm like, oh, don't worry, she hasn't grown into her who face yet. And like, I don't think anybody gets what I'm saying. Hold on, so hold on. I need to address something though. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Well, never mind. I don't remember the point I was trying to make. So, Jamie, what do you think of this movie? Well, I'm going to try really hard to bridge the gap between you guys because I think I'm somewhere in the middle. So I remember watching this movie, <laughs> not not really liking it. Um, yeah, I, I had a mostly negative connotation. So I was already had like bad expectations going into this. And I'll preface by saying that something about this world, I never want to live like James. Unlike you, I never want to live in a real life Dr. Seuss world. The characters were too weird. Even as a kid reading the book, sometimes they just were too far out there, freaked me out, and I think made perfect sense in cartoons, and that was it. So I think that more than anything was why like, I don't want to be here in this Whoville with these Whos because it just – yeah, it just freaked me out. But um, I will say that uh, this time I, I was pleasantly surprised. I had a lot more fun than I expected to, I think because I set the bar so low. Um the, the story goes off the rails and I too, like you, Casey felt like this was a two hour movie. I was like, my God, he's not even stealing Christmas yet. And he kind of already did it. Like he already ruined their holiday party. So where do we go from here? Oh yeah. Stealing Christmas. Okay. But I will say, um, Christine Baranski, a plus, as we've already talked about the best actor in this film is not Jim Carrey. It's Max. I'm going to give him the dog Oscar. That dog was amazing. The stuff. Seven they got dogs. Him, yes. Seven That's seven different dogs. Okay. Seven different dogs. That's movie seven magic. Seven Oscars then. Woof. Woof. <laughs> woof, 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 woof. <laughs> um, but, God, I they have one more point They all died on the set. Oh, I'm sorry, because we keep on interrupting. You kept throwing them into the <laughs> No. <laughs> no, I think that was it. Yeah, other, um, not since Sweeney Todd have we seen a triggering scene so dramatic with a razor as we do in Ron Howard's The Grinch. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't know. Oh. Sweet. We need Todd. So, yeah, I'm in the middle. my friends. Oh, my. <laughs> I remember the point I was trying to make. James, you asked, why am I focusing so much on the love story? And the, the answer to that is, is because the movie did. Because it was forty five minutes before the he went to steal Christmas, and the first the the entire origin story is how he you know shaved his face because he was in love with this girl and then was exiled for love. You know what All I'm saying? Right. He didn't even he didn't even leave Whoville because of Christmas. The whole point of the of of the Grinch is that he hates Christmas, and that's why he he hates them. But they had him exile himself out of embarrassment because of a girl. Man, I hate that. That makes me so sad. Yeah, that's. I think that's pretty lame. The, like the just for me, like the like you said, Carrie I, Casey. Like I don't, 
I don't remember really like I feel like this movie did take a long time to get into like the Grinchy part of the story, but I didn't care about anything else. I thought that all the characters were really annoying. The the set and like all like the prosthetic like makeup stuff was like super distracting to me. I'm a person like at this time. I mean, I love Jim Carrey, like, you know, all the way back to like the living color days, like Fire Marshal, Marshall Bill, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what was the character you also did? Was it like Vera de Milo or whatever? The like weight lifter <laughs> bodybuilder? I don't remember. I don't remember. I was like, no, yeah, Fire Marshal the, Bill was the main one I remember. No, it was like he would do another one too. Was like, I think it was like Vera de Milo and he's like, yes, uh, never mind that ball to my underwear. That's where I keep my chewing tobacco. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I do not like him in this movie. I do not like him. In a box, Sam, I, am. In I do a not box. like him in his socks. <laughs> <You know, laughs> and James, for like you, I know somebody you're really into movie scores, and I think like a film like this, like a Christmas movie, is like what a great opportunity to build like such an awesome score for it. And the score is so generic, or even like almost like absent in moments where it should be. It, it's yeah, I'll give you that 100%. Um, it actually, like, for me with the score, like, being uh, James Horner, like, so a terrific composer, but, like, for all, like you said, somebody that's into movie scores, like, as I listen to the Grinch score, I can hear bits of, like, all other of his scores. Like, I hear a little bit of Land Before Time and Avatar and, uh, like, uh, Legends of the Fall. Like, I hear little bits of it throughout all of it. And I'm just like, I'm like, man, I feel like this was pieced together really quick. <laughs> so <laughs> he took not, he, not many deviations he took, off he the took template. sheets from all of his other scripts and just like threw them up into the air. And then, yeah, like uh, <laughs> it really just it, it, like and for me, I can like when I listen to it, honestly, I can hear it. And I'm like, man, that feels like this movie. That feels like this movie. Like I hear that from this and like uh, which I mean, I don't know, call it a town or what you will. But I, I call James Horner out on that one. I do think he phoned that one in. Um, but I will say that some of the other Christmas songs that are like not traditional Christmas songs, like bare naked lady, like uh, has like Christmas cheer or jingle bells on there. I don't know. There's just some different songs on the soundtrack from other um, artists. That hold I, on. I hold do on. Enjoy. Hold on. Yeah. Bare naked ladies. How did, how did, I don't think it's bare naked ladies. Isn't it smash mouth? Is it smash mouth or is it? Oh, I, I thought maybe it's I think both. It's, I think well, I've, I'm pretty sure Smash, Smash Mouth is on the soundtrack, which to me is another negative. Like, how do you try to make a timeless <laughs> Christmas classic and put in like the strangest flavor of the minute in Smash Mouth? How weird! I mean, whenever I hear Smash Mouth and think about movie, I do only thing I can think about is Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> like, I feel, like, or no, Shrek is Shrek Smash, Shrek, Mouth, yeah. Smash Mouth? Yeah, Shrek. maybe. <laughs> Might as uh, well be walking all the sun. <laughs> I feel like such a Grinch myself, just hating on this so much. But I think I just feel so, uh, like in this strange reality, because you know, James, you're not the only one. I, my my brother in law is someone who I've talked to who is a intense fan of this movie. It's not just like, oh, I prefer that one. It's like, no, the Jim Carrey Grinch is the light, and it just blows me away how I oh. can think so differently from someone. Uh, so because I don't it's think just that we light. disagree a little, it's that we disagree. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. But but my brother-in-law is like, no, best Chris. There are people who say best Christmas movie ever. Like, Oh, I disagree I, with that. I was watching people. YouTube junk and, and there was like a YouTube review on this movie. And the dude straight up quote said it was the best Christmas movie ever. So it's like that is such a weird dissonance in my brain. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. Well, I mean put a pin in that till the end of the pod, but I do think we should right. discuss what everyone here's favorite Christmas movie is, but we'll get back Smart. to that. Smart. Chad, yeah, I a... want to ask you about, ask sorry, you were going to make a point. Friend. Well, cause you, you kind of um, were singing the praises of the illumination Grinch. And I wanted to know how that factors into your big picture. Cause you made a convert out of me. I love that movie. So do my kids. I, that movie's great. I've heard that one's really good. I haven't, I don't think I've seen that. And one also, yet, but, but Casey, all the thing besides the love story that's non-existent in that one, this one does focus a lot more on Cindy Lou, but and the Grinch and Max, but and and a and a reindeer and a goat and a okay. Anyways, that being said, they don't get to the actual stealing of Christmas till the very end of this movie either. Like yeah, but everything leading up to it is interesting and fun. 
and it's it is it is it is funny but that's but that is like part of my point like i get it like no jamie i don't want to live in live action whoville yeah that'd be creepy as fuck i I don't want to live in a tim burton movie either maybe sleepy hollow anyways i think that uh but when you watch like the illumination version and then watch this jim carrey one and think about all the sets that they had to build for the live action one and like to make this like whoville it's really really impressive in my opinion yeah why was like the it seemed like they didn't wipe the fog off the camera lens or something (laughs) (laughs) why is it so smoky smoky? because they live in a cloud they live in a snowflake (laughs) they live in a snowflake (laughs) duh oh yeah all right forgot about that i forgot about the ending um yeah, yeah, I don't know. That really bothered me too. Um, I don't know. I forgot what else I was going to say. Well, Bare Naked Ladies and Smash Mouth were both on the album. By the wow. way. Oh, snap. That's, that's a, <laughs> what a way but, to take I mean, a but you're right. When I, when I hear those two bands, I think Christmas, let me tell you. I don't, God, I don't know. Yeah. Just overall for me, like this, the story just is not very interesting versus like the back to like the animated grit like the newer one the the illumination one right yeah um, mm-hmm. i don't know it's just fun and just like my kids that's like their go-to grinch movie now um so i don't know but we we did just go to the um for the second year in a row went to the children's theater oh the live action grinch? of the of the grinch and that was really good you know and you know how how i'm a fan of musicals um that <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> was really more. good. That one, uh, what that was is a it? Lot just of fun a, like a live action adaptation of the book? Like, what is the the live one? It's like a combination of like the book and you know, like kind of all these different variations of the Grinch. Um, but it's the the guy that they have playing as the Grinch right now. He's great. Um, they have like an old Max that is kind of like the narrator of the story throughout and actually throughout and he's my my niece's husband not oh, my wow. niece's my niece's husband's uncle so um which was good we're trying to see if we can get like you know some kind of like backstage get backstage <laughs> look yeah. or something like that but um anyway that's a lot of fun i mean i re- definitely recommend that to uh, take your family to and go check out uh, or go with your family um but yeah, the the Grinch. I don't know if I said this before, but my kids did not like the Jim Carrey Grinch. They were just like, do not. They don't want to see it ever again. Oh, snap. Did, did it like deliver. weird amount? Was it scary or they just were not like scary? Mad. They just didn't like it. They just thought it was boring. Yeah. Just like their like, dad. <laughs> well, I could I could see them. I mean, I could see kids today, like especially now that we do have an Illumination Grinch, like seeing live action one is just super, super campy, which don't get me wrong. It is like that's part of the charm. So. Well, and the other hold on, I got to I got to praise the Illumination one a little bit more, too, um, because uh, Tyler, the creator. Uh, did the soundtrack for that? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I think that, you're a that mean you're the one. mean one, Mr. Grinch you're song really is so a... good. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's really good. And I'm a big Tyler fan, anyways. So to have him like at the age where he's making kids stuff, that's my favorite. When the like artists or bands or musicians that you you used to listen to are now also parents and they're like making kids stuff. Did he do like the Sonic song? No, that too, was but... um. Oh, who was that? That was someone else, but no, it was Wiz Khalifa did that song. Really? Spin me, uh, speed me up. That's a Wiz Khalifa song. Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah, Jude, uh, my kid loves that song too. Oh yeah, my kids love that jam. I heard that on repeat a lot. Oh, spin <laughs> me up. Oh yeah, it's so great. <laughs> oh, and I think uh, shoot, little Yachty's on that track. I think too. Oh man, that's a good track. Oh, we didn't get into what we're watching because I have some some YouTube shoutouts to get to as well. Yeah, let's that hold that to then because I think we should maybe yeah, yeah, go yeah, through like uh, maybe just really quick since we're talking about these other Grinch properties. Um, maybe kind of how you would rank the ones that you've seen. Um, like myself, Classic, like Illumination, this... Jim Carrey at like five spots below that. I'll wait yeah. for other adaptations to be made that will fill those spaces. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you. 
Actually, hold on, Loki. Can I ask a question? Did you know there is a sequel book? How the Grinch mm. Lost Christmas. What? I just there saw it was... at Target. I didn't read it. I haven't read it. It was on a side cap as I was leaving Target with my kid. How no. the Grinch Lost Christmas. There yeah, were I'm several. Go find it and read it now. Edits. Uh, let's just say I work at a place that had a major distribution partnership with this book, and there were several questions like, "Wait, is this? Wait, is the title right? Hold on. Yes. Can confirm. <laughs> Can we legally do this? It was lost. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, hot topic of conversation. Did your kids read that so one? Sorry, this is my ranking. I haven't read it. I got to go buy it now and read it. I know. Same. My kid really wanted it. So now, if well, uh, How the Grinch we'll Stole Christmas is the, the actually the name of this film. Correct. Okay. And the original. Like the the book and the original so are called based How off the Grinch the... Stole Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah, so th- I think it's a sequel. The, the little sticker on the book said it was supposed to be like a sequel. It's after he has found Christmas and has is good and him and Cindy Lou have to go find Christmas because he loses it or something. So so I think it is like a canon sequel. I think it's written by Dr. Seuss too. I don't know when it came out. Maybe it's his estate writing it. I don't know. Some ghostwriters. Don't ask me. I don't know the the ins and outs of the kids book industry. Oh boy. Anyways, that's my ranking. Original one, two illumination, uh, somewhere way below it is Grinch. Who's next? I'll go uh, Illumination Grinch is uh, slowly but surely becoming my favorite. Um, I'll go okay, OG. Okay, and then, I see and then you. I, and then I'm going to go OG, and then I'm going to go Jim Carrey is last. I hey man, enjoy okay. the Jim it's Carrey. Okay. It's okay. I enjoy it. It's okay. I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it. Hey, I thought I was going to be the, the odd one out here, so I am glad that it's not just a pile on. Because like I said... <laughs> you're not the only person I've met that that really likes it. So it's not you're not weird. It's just uh, I'm too into the classic. I was raised on the original. Hey, I got to correct myself. I know I just freaked out and said, like, oh, that's the actually name of this movie. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that beforehand. I knew that that's <laughs> the name of like the original book. Um, I meant to no, say just, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was trying to search like how the Grinch lost Christmas, but I never mind. <laughs> Chad like, GPT failure. What about uh, favorite Christmas Chad movie? GPT. Chad D. <laughs> that was Casey's joke. That was really funny. I know that was good. Wait, here we go. Did you hear that? No. What? Oh, no, the quietest fart. I didn't. Oh, <laughs> never mind. I have these. I have like these sound effects on the top of this board. I thought maybe if I played them, you'd hear it. Oh, funny. But in in what, we Zen? have a soundboard. Yeah. And the night before Christmas, what? and all through the must, house, must be only when you. Do oh, it I heard the production that. Production credit. Creature was stirring. Oh, that's just James talking. It's just James. <laughs> Not even a fart. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What best Go Christmas wipe. movies? Favorite Christmas movies. Maybe favorite Christmas movie. Movie? Ooh, Let's do one. You got singular. Chad, I want Ooh, you to go right huh, now. Okay. Wait, or do we guess what Chad's is? You, well, I'm, let me just preface this, but like I have a hard time having like a favorite of anything. <laughs> but uh, I don't like. I don't know. This might be recency biased, but. We just watched Elf again a couple nights ago. I really love that movie. That's like a good oh, man, good family movie. We love that movie. We love watch that. <laughs> Look, together can I tell silly? But can I, I tell my Elf story? Film? Yeah, I love Elf. Uh, so context: my children hate movies. I don't know why. Actually, I know why. It's because they'd rather watch TV shows because they're shorter and they get more of them. Anyways, my kids hate movies. <laughs> we force them to watch Elf. About so many minutes in, uh, my son starts to like his eyes well up. And he goes, wait, why doesn't that dad know that he has a son? So he had an existential meltdown. He didn't comprehend this world in which a son isn't loved and coddled by his father, which a made me feel really big and wholesome in my heart because like he doesn't have three sizes bigger that day. (laughs) Then uh, he then proceeded to spend the entire movie, the entire movie crying. The whole thing, because then not only was he he torn apart about, oh, this this father doesn't like know his son. And then he's like, why is this dad so mean to his son? 
I was like, oh, buddy. So then he's crying the whole movie. And then I'm a soft sap, right? And so the whole end of the movie, right, is about this father reconciling with the son he didn't know he had, right? So my kid's crying in my lap. Therefore, I'm heave crying for the last 30 minutes of the movie. It was a traumatic experience watching Elf the last time. Uh, but I love that movie. I love Elf. It was it, it was uh, it was tough. A lot of tissues. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. That's that's a great story case. <laughs> my he, children are like, he's a oh, yeah, that sounds like something dad would do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Like, it's like, when he's like talking about what? It's a puppy and a peach. Who cares? He's like, yeah, that sounds exactly like dad. <laughs> <laughs> dad is James Caan. Why is uh, this so- guy pitching the departed? Get out of here. <laughs> Departed uh, for children. What about you, Jamie? <laughs> oh man, that was a plus feedback. Black there, Christmas. You know what? I just rewatched the original for the. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie, and that movie is phenomenal. I, my real answer is Home Alone, but I am going to take this opportunity to oh, pump up Black Christmas on the Home Alone. Yeah, it's it's just kind of unstoppable. You know, I saw it at the right age. It's still fucking hilarious and. You know, Pesci, Stern, and um, Macaulay Culkin. It's just unstoppable. But yeah, Black Christmas is amazing. I remember watching it for the first time and kind of hating it because it's really bleak and it's really dark. And you get to the end and you're kind of like, why did they make this movie? And then you think about it a little bit more and realize that it was released in 1974, two years after Roe v. Wade. And there's a ton of gender politics going on in this movie. Mm. Know, the lead character is pregnant and she does not want to keep the kid and her boyfriend wants her to keep the kid and you think the killer's the boyfriend the whole movie so there's way more to it than i originally picked up on and it's just it's creepy man it's creepy in the way movies aren't today anymore it takes its time it's suspenseful so if you want something a little different not as wholesome black christmas man Whew. Yeah, black stuff. christmas you cut out my heart then I bled <laughs> to death the very Oof. next day. <laughs> Someone bring us back up. Someone bring us back up. James, right. what do you got? James will. Um, I mean, Jamie, you already said it for me. Like, Home Alone is the staple. You're right. I think all of us saw that at the right age. Um, it still holds up today. I, as we talked about movie scores earlier, you cannot compete with John Williams. And also, yeah, John Williams took his time and made a Christmas Carol sounding like score. It has Christmas all over it. Um, the movie just still holds up. Um, I've and I've not, or I am an okay fan of the sequel, The Lost in New York. It has a, it has a similar tone, uh, similar humor. It's obviously not not as good as the first one. Um, and I haven't seen any other new Home Alones. I know Disney Plus had one that came out a couple years ago that was supposed to be kind of a newish take on it. Oh, that's um, with, eight? That one was really There's bad. Eight with like Oof. Kimmy Schmidt, I think was in it. Um, that was really bad. So shark yeah. has been jumped. It's. I mean, it's, I. Vomitous. I did buy, I did buy a few. Uh, uh, I don't own a Chris ugly Christmas sweater or anything like that. Like, which is kind of shocking, I guess, to most people. Oh, I um, need one too. I'm shocked. I'm surprised you don't have one that says "I don't know, Margo." I I have a T-shirt that says "I don't know." Margo. I have so many opinions Sorry. on ugly sweaters. So let's let's cut a vein into that in a minute. All right. Well, I do have. I did have a sweatshirt I wore to work the other day that says "Buzz, your girlfriend." Woof, and it has a picture on it. I sent it to you guys. Um, I and that. I just and I only ordered that like a week and a half ago, and it came in the mail this week. So, um, yeah, Home Alone is definitely the sweet spot for me. Um, and also on your elf situation. I think I've talked about this before on Disney. There's a, a movie called Noel where it's Anna Kendrick is Santa's daughter. And it mm. is just in my opinion, it's not elf. I, I'll give you that. I'll warn you. It's not elf, but it's like kind of lighthearted and quirky, just like that, where she gets, you know, she goes to California and is just all lovable and kind to everybody kind of like buddy. So if you're looking for something That's cute, simpler, but a little bit different, Noel, uh, I think it's on Disney. I love she's it. I, I like Anna Kendrick a lot. She's great. Yeah. So yeah, I she's just adorable at all things she does. So I think you'll enjoy it. Casey, okay. So the Home Alone. Christmas sweater. 
<laughs> oh yeah, hold on. Well, let me do my movie first, and then we'll get to Chris. Well, you, what do you want first? My Christmas sweater take or my movie? Oh, no movie. I thought you said your movie already, but go ahead, my friend. Okay, no, my movie. Uh, well, I, I love every other uh, call, so I'm gonna throw some some other uh, honorable mentions. Right, the classic like claymations, like Rudolph and Frosty. Kid, my kids love those, so I like to watch those too. Uh, I was raised. Oh, I love on it those. when we said just um, pick one. Right. Well, hold on. Okay, I'll give you my one. Fine. Well, I was. I waited till the end to try to give honorable mentions. Okay. Right? It's fine. Okay, just I'll just stop. My favorite just... is, is Scrooged. Scrooged. Oh man, oh, Bill Murray Scrooged. One, yeah. Christmas Carol is is so endearing to my heart. So that's probably my favorite rendition, just because I love Bill Murray so much. It's so good. Um, okay, so Christmas sweaters. Here's my take. <laughs> I, I love. I actually. Here's my thing. You go to an ugly sweater party. If uh, if you show up in a, a you know I know Margot sweater. Here's my thing. I don't think that's an ugly sweater. No, I that think doesn't that's count. Cool. I'm fine with that. Right. So my problem is people all wear these these sweaters that they call ugly sweaters. Like nay, an ugly sweater is supposed to be something that was once made with love to be good. And it yes. is now it, disgusting yeah. and it's, gross it's and ugly. It's now in the rack at like a Savers. That's where exactly. I would go to get if my the ugly sweater, sweater. If yep. the sweater made after 95, it doesn't count. <laughs> like that's so kind I of think it. there needs to be a distinction, right? There is. You can have a holiday sweater party and everyone can wear their awesome, you know, uh, Argyle Star Wars Boba Fett Yoda thing that has the cool pattern on it. And don't get me wrong. I love that shit. I'm here for it. Uh, but that's not ugly. It's cool. It's not ugly. Yeah. yeah. You got to draw a line. I'm with you. And also anything that comes out these days that you would call ugly. It was no, all that garland bells and whistles were put there purposefully to be gaudy. That doesn't count. Like you said, I think it needs to be something that was made with love. Like somebody made this going like, this is going to sell. It was on the rack at some point. Uh, and that's why I think it would be like 1995 and below would probably count as a Christmas sweater. Or maybe it wasn't ever on the rack, but like grandma made it for you. Like or that. Yeah, for made. Sure. Like, and then you find it at Goodwill. You know, those are the best. Yeah. It's yeah, how Ron so Weasley feels about his sweater. Is Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am uh, seven chapters into Sorcerer's Stone. I've never read it before. Oh, wow. Like the sorting hat just told Harry he's going to be in, uh, I forget, Hufflepuff? Come on. Just kidding. It's Gryffindor. I get it. I'm a Hufflepuff. I just to see if Jamie got mad. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I thought about that's that's like a book series that I think I'm going to like get for Lorenzo like next. I did start reading to him The Hobbit, but I think giving him something. Oh, sweet. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Which I've never read before. Oh, you're in for a Casey, treat did too. you want to go on a YouTube rant of what you're watching? Casey's Do we want to spin off into, are we done with Christmas? Do we want to spin off? We didn't start with a, what are we watching? Because it's been so long. Well, here, just have a quick silence. The hey, silence what is everybody here? watching? <laughs> well, I, no, I just want, are we done? Are we done with Christmas? Are we doing we Grinch? We're it. good with that. We're good with that. We can <laughs> flip the script this time. It's, hey, it's a conversational right, right. podcast. No, I just want to make sure we're good. Yeah, we're just we're already we jumped into like the Grinch hate, so we just kicked off the party right away. But that's, that's perfect. What do you, Casey? What have you been up to? So the thing watch that it, I, I mean, want to call out, I've been you know I haven't been watching much other than uh, you know these Minnesota Timberwolves uh, being the number one defense in the league, uh, you know holding the number one record in the NBA for how many consecutive days, still being the leader of the West, uh, even though we did lose to Joel Embiid and his flopping. 76ers. It happens, man. It happens. Right, that. It, 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 you, know, you, you, don't, you can't win every game. Either way, we're still number one in our conference. It's all good. We're happy with that. Other than the Wolves, though, uh, I've stumbled onto a beautiful, a beautiful part of the internet. And that is a uh, a producer by the name of Kenny Beats. Does anyone know the name Kenny Beats? No. Sounds like vague. You might not. Yeah, he's a hip-hop no producer. He makes beats. No, nah, he's hip-hop guy makes uh, makes beats for people um but he has a show on youtube called the cave and what he does is he brings these artists into his little studio and it's uh, apparently his like old studio before he you know made it right so it's this little office studio it's gonna kind of grungy this little thing he brings them in 
And he just sits there and makes a beat with them. And then they either freestyle over it, sing over it, whatever. And it's, you know, eight, 10, 15 minute long episodes. Um, and they're super funny in the sense they're kind of like hot ones in the sense that he's like making a beat and kind of talking about other stuff. Um, but the reason I love it is it's not just hip hop. Um, uh, he has an episode with Mac DeMarco. So if you're into Mac DeMarco at all, uh, there's an episode with him. Uh, he's got Joji, who is like kind of an, uh, Mac DeMarco is like a kind of indie guitar guy. If you don't know Mac DeMarco, uh, go listen to this old dog. Amazing album. Love that album. Um, he has Joji, like, a. uh, uh, electronic guy he has this uh rock band named idols i don't know if you know idols or i think they're uh from england but they're kind of like i don't know they're grungy rock either way hilarious show he has really funny people on go watch the vince staples episode if you like vince staples um I love super vince funny. Staples. oh my gosh he's that's probably the best episode of uh kenny beat the cave it's called uh his show go watch the, the vince staples one it's super funny um, and then you'll like maybe fall into the rabbit hole a different language right now. I think you're just making these names up. I think you're making you know, names any of these for people? dogs, like Staples and Idols. These are great dog names. Vince Staples, a uh, very popular <laughs> hip hop artist right now. Idols is a uh, I, Chad. I think you dig Idols. They're kind of like grungy rock, kind of mm-hmm. spoken word rock, kind of angry. It's really good, good shit. Um, not hip hop at all. That's why. That's why I'm bringing that up. Like. Idols is not hip-hop. at all. I just hip hop. No, I know, but that's why I love this show because he's like yeah. bringing on non hip hop people um, that are oh, doing cool. stuff too. So super fun. Uh, I love it. I I fell in love with it this like the last couple of weeks, and I've just kind of fell down the rabbit hole watching every episode. Hell yeah! Cool man. Who wants to go next? Who wants to step into the octagon? I got this. I got this. All right. Here we go, guys. A couple television shows. They're all ones that have been out for a minute. Uh, but I started two shows this summer that I was watching with a buddy that was in town. And then he left town. So we, I stopped and didn't go back to them. And then uh, he, we hung out today, and last night and today. And we finished two of them. So one was Hijack on uh, Apple with Idris Elba. If you haven't oh, watched yeah. it, Ooh. it's like only eight episodes. And it's awesome. It's it's. A lot. It's a lot of fun. Idris is awesome, so I just uh, I suggested. Second one was Foundation. Um, so if you guys haven't watched that, like space oh, yeah. opera. So it's Isaac like Asimov. Asimov one, yeah, right? has a, one of my favorite actors, Jared Harris. That's your is guy. That the guy with the caterpillar eyebrows. No, that's yeah. Lee Pace. No. <laughs> oh, no, was... oh, what's his name from from Chernobyl? Uh, no, yeah, him. But no, you call. You call him, yeah, Fringe, what's his name? David Robert Jones. Yes, David Robert <laughs> Jones. I'm um, sorry. Yeah, he's in that too. So um, so we had started that. And then, yeah, so now I'm caught up like through season two and then Hijack. I don't know if it's only one season, but um, I finished those. So um, so far, both recommended. Uh, there's a lot going on in Foundation, but it, I mean, it's cool. Like I'm, I'm still, there's so many storylines going on. I'm intrigued to see what happens next with it. Uh, and then also I'm, I started the Americans uh, with Terry yes. Russell and I'm on season three and oh my God, like it is gr- I Like it's great. I, I love it and I don't want it to end. Um, and also I love all like, there's just 80s things happening in there that like are just super fun throwbacks. That, like things you forget about, like, uh, like I think one of the characters is listening on the radio and you can hear Dr. Ruth speaking about like something super <laughs> inappropriate. And you're like, Oh, I forgot about that old lady talking about sex. And like, I don't know. It's just like, there's a lot of cool throwbacks in there, but like, um, I think the acting's done. The stories are really well put together. Um, I'm really enjoying and recommend that one for sure. So that's my, that's the three things I've been watching. The Americans was one of my favorite TV series. <laughs> We nice. loved that. We were so sad when that was over, man. But oh, Chad, awesome. we did it again. Enjoy. We should start we writing it. these things down that we like wow. together. <laughs> I'll put down. I'll wow. write down all two right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want me to go next, Jamie? I mean, yeah, you go, Chad. I don't want, you want me to go? Okay, what I do. I'm watching. I'm gonna mix it up. So, Angel has been watching this show on Netflix, and man, it's going away. I think in like a week, but. It's this Australian like comedy. It's called Kath and Kim. Have you guys seen this? Mm-mm. No, I mean, it's just a little more. Ah, it's just goofy to hell. It's just like it's it's like this family. It's like um, 
you know, they have like a daughter that lives with them and she's like married and they have a daughter, <laughs> but like, they're always, I don't know. It's just like the jokes. It's just like, they're always trying to get her to move out. Um, I don't know. I can't really explain it, but I just know it's like mm. fucking funny. It's, it's just hilarious. They just kind of like pick up on like the, the Aussie kind of like slang and stuff, but check your phone. I just sent the picture of like the poster. It looks like something from Disney, yeah. but completely Australian. Like she, her, she, her yeah, face no, is all Australian. It's, it's so, <laughs> it's so awesome. The mom always does this thing. Google, cause what started this all is like, uh, <laughs> and just, wait, I was like talking to the kids once and I was like scolding them. I was like, look at me look at me and she started laughing she's like oh my god you sound like the mom from Captain kim so she does the thing she's like look at my look at me look at my <laughs> it's, just, it's just it's so dumb but it's just hilarious i love it it's been like our like uh like bedtime like kind of um call it an evening show but yeah definitely definitely recommend that um uh check that out and then wait, did you say it was about to get canceled? That thing was made back in 2002. No, it's leaving Netflix. Oh, leaving Netflix. Like okay, yeah. Sweet. So we're trying to wrap it up. Like we have like maybe. Oh, it can 10 still be obtained. Don't worry. Episodes to go through. But yeah, other than that, um, I don't know. That's the one that I just want to bring that up. It was really good. Um, did you guys finish Loki season two? Yep. Man. No, I forgot about it. We haven't watched it yet. Dude, it's so good. It's like, I don't, it's, that is a really good series, man. Too bad all the I other, like, Marvel. Now, I think we're going to watch that now. I forgot Star about Wars that completely. Series Thank that you good, for the reminder. Yeah, it, Loki 2 was really good. Um, I never even finished Secret Wars. Like, I forgot all about it. I watched, like, the first two episodes and then didn't even think about it again. So I want to go back, but Loki, I devoured. <laughs> Yeah, Secret War stuff was lame, man. But yeah, Loki was really good. And they they tie some stuff up in the very end of that. And I was like, that is like the perfect ending. That should be like the ending to like this whatever. This MCU. sequence. This, MCU, yeah, this like fade. this should be it. Like then they just need to go into X-Men. <laughs> Start everything all over again. Then when they do like the X-Men Avengers team up, they could just have brand new Avengers. Or mix it no, up. No, they got, they got it already set up, and pretty much everything. Everybody's introduced a new version of an Avenger at this point between She Hulk and Ironheart and Oh yeah, true Captain America yeah. and Hawkeye, all the things. So they're, they're all gonna set up. they're gonna be all in Secret Wars, and when they get broken out into like one universe, they'll they'll be in there with the X Men. Sweet, Jamie, what do you got? I was just thinking that I think that might be the thing to pull me back into the MCU. Um, I did like Loki. I might watch that, but bring in the X-Men because I've been kind of checked out of it for a while. But if they did that, I would absolutely come back with bells on. Um, as for what I'm watching right now, <laughs> Chad, I might try and catch that show you mentioned um, before it leaves because I'm just I'm in this weird show hole. I'm like reaching for comfort. Um, comfort films like I, I just rewatch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So good. Nice. There's that movie's magical. Um, rewatching Glorious Bastards, one of my favorites of all time. Oh, hold on, because um, you, when you say it... Willy Wonka. Is it? Are you watching Johnny Depp version? Because it seems like if you're saying magical, you meant Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. No, no, no. The the OG is Willy Wonka. Is the OG Willy Wonka? Do I got that wrong? Yeah, because they, they. You know why? Because I watched the TCM version, Turner Classic, and they explained it because we were in Vietnam and they didn't want to call it Charlie. Because that's what they, oh. I don't know if that's what they called oh. the Viet Cong. Oh, yeah. So they changed it, and Roald Dahl was pissed that that's they it. changed the James, title. James, you just lost your encyclopedia of movie knowledge card. I, did, I didn't know. <laughs> You'll get it back. I did know, but quick. I mixed them. <laughs> you, oh, You'll you get just it back getting old. real quick. God, I'm just going to go over. watch another comfort movie, Free Billy. It's about Free this Billy. whale. <laughs> <laughs> Can I throw in another comfort movie international show that I don't know if anyone's seen yet? Give us five more. <laughs> Have you guys watched Summer Heights High? What? Summer Heights no. High. That sounds familiar. Uh, I think it was Australian. Yeah. Uh, and it's this this actor. I don't remember his name. Chris something. Um, but he does like a, a Eddie Murphy thing where he plays three different characters in this show. 
he play and then it's the three main characters right and they cut the it's all at this school in australia he plays like an aboriginal boy uh that you know this like you know gutter punk kid who you know breaks the rules and then he plays this like popular girl named jamay not jamie but j apostrophe a may um and then he (laughs) plays the arts teacher and does like the musical and stuff it's it's super funny it's really uh it's it's good humor uh so if you're looking for something light i would recommend that i don't know where you can find it but go look for it jamie go back to what you're watching because i definitely interrupted you with the willy wonka thing sorry about that continue no, that's okay. That was about it. It's for TV, keeping in that weird international thing, I'm I'm watching Shorzy. Um, season two is not as strong as one, but it's still really funny. Just dumb bro hockey humor, but that's actually kind of clever in there too. So Shorzy's great. Um, and then I really want to check out, has anyone seen Murder at the End of the World on Hulu slash FX? No. Oh, the trailer for that looked really cool. I haven't started it yet, though, but I think that's going to be my next one. So, yeah. Um, speaking of Murderer at the End of the World, I did watch that. Um, God, I keep messing up the title. It's a Julia Roberts movie on Netflix. Oh, oh I wanted yeah. to see that too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a weird gonna, movie. I, just, I can't did you uh, see it, leave, leave the world behind. Leave the world behind. Yeah. That's an Obama um, movie, right? Yeah. That's what <laughs> was wild to me. Is like, that was like the first thing I caught was when they're doing the credits, you see it's produced by Barack and Michelle Obama and Julia Roberts. And you're like, wait, what? And then I like, I was like, do they do this a lot? And I went back and no, Michelle's got her like kids shows that she does sometimes, but no, this is like the first like movie they've endorsed. So it must be part of like, cause of um, it's based on a book. So it must be like, you know, a book they really enjoy. I don't know. But yeah, th- I, I recommend the movie though. It was, it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's I good, watched though. like the, I watched like the first five to 10 minutes like where that oil tanker comes into the yeah. beach, but yeah. Yeah, it definitely. And um, again, with scores, the music behind everything, it's got this very um, Hitchcock feel like where you, you like you're like white knuckling or on edge at times when you're not sure if you need to be, but it, the music and some of the language drives you to be like, okay, what is happening? And so I definitely recommend it. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Does that conclude this episode of Movie Time Machine? I mean, we wrapped it up in a nice bow talking from the MCU to that last movie since Mahersha Ali is going to be Blade. Oh, yeah. Damn. Ooh, sweet. That sounds nice. Speaking of MCU, so like the X-Men 97 cartoon that comes out, I think, next month. That starts on Disney. And I mean, it's obviously been a minute, you know, since 1997, since we watched yeah. the <laughs> cartoon. But um, I, w- I thought I heard or read that it's just continuing wherever the last episode may have left off. Like, it's just going to continue like nothing had happened. I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, um, wow. But actually, after watching, uh, you know, the newest Indiana Jones and how they were able to de-age, uh, you know, Harrison Ford for you know, a good half hour of the movie. I'm all, I'm all on board if they want to keep Hugh Jackman all the way through the MCU, finally bringing in the X-Men in the next 20 years. <laughs> it's, it's all good for me. Then, uh, yeah, because there's that movie, the Wolverine Deadpool movie, right? That's it's coming out coming soon. And the only uh, I, haven't, I haven't heard too much about it, except for that one like little teaser before they started any filming. And then the one picture, like, I don't know, you know, probably leaked to the press of breaking the him. Fox logo or no. Well, it was, no, not that it was like uh, it was Hugh Jackman in costume, but it was like a yellow costume, like the, the yellow ni- and black X-Men 97 yellow costume. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> so kind of nostalgic. Yeah. Also speaking of MCU. um was that what if season two starts tomorrow? I do like what if that was really cool. I wish they'd do like a what if Star Wars. There were some rumors about that. Ooh. Chad, are we ever going to get Dash Rendar? Is that ever going to happen? No, they killed it. It's it's uh, it's gone forever. God damn it. But they should just do like an entire like what if trilogy. Like what if what it- if Every movie since 2000 didn't exist except for Rogue One. Well, I was going to say, 
Like they do a what if like, and it's not even just Star Wars or Marvel. They take all like these Disney things. Like I don't think Disney owns Ghostbusters, but they're just like what if <laughs> Ghostbusters <Yeah>. edition. <laughs> what if Han Solo was a Ghostbuster? All right. What if Thank he- you guys for joining us this evening listening to this episode of my movie time machine our christmas episode and i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure that we get back on track let's make 2024 the year of movie time machine as i'm losing my voice <clears throat> bad signs bad vibes anyway mm. so christmas episode and jamie are you gonna record that black christmas episode yeah that's coming really quick he's gonna monster do, he's gonna do another yeah. he's gonna do a solo pod he's gonna talk to us about Sick. black christmas all right cool Thank you guys for listening. Uh, check you, uh, or check us out next time. Whatever. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Bye. Check you Bye. out Christmas. Ho ho ho.